Okay, good morning, everybody. This is Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Mental Toughness Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and the day is Friday. We do it for, um, well, we're supposed to do it for 30 minutes, but it seems like I go way over 30 minutes every time, so uh, <laughs> we'll probably go over 30 minutes a day, too. But we take this call and we load it on a podcast platform, on the on 16 different podcast platforms. So if you run across this out there on Breaker, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, uh, you you want to know that this is a a actually a conference call that we do. Uh, you can tell by the quality of it because it sounds like a conference call, but the information is powerful. And the reason that we put it on these on the uh, platforms is because it's easy access for people to go back and listen to, it. they can hear it over and over and over. They can actually share the uh, the calls with people because. We know that uh, repetition is key. That's how you learn. You learn from hearing things over and over and over. That's how you were taught from the first grade to the twelfth grade. Every day that you, I really don't believe you need to go that many, but you had to hear this thing over and over. And I believe it was some subliminal programming also that was. <laughs> I know for a fact it was, but um, repetition, repetition. That's how you learn songs. That's how you learn anything. Um, and so that's what we talk about on this call. We know that you have to go back and listen to it, and, and you have to go back and, and share it and, you know, take notes from it because we know that uh, everybody needs a paradigm shift, at least most people, because I don't know how many people, I don't know a lot of people that grew up in a wealthy neighborhood. Matter of fact, I don't know anybody that grew up in a wealthy neighborhood. Some people got the, the middle class confused with wealthy because I don't really think most people know what wealthy is. Uh, but you get middle class confused with that. You know, I, I put middle class and poor neighborhoods the same to me because it's the same thought process. It was the same thoughts, the same things being shared, the same conversations. And those things have programmed us. And I'm not saying, is, you know, that we are bad people for that. I, all, all we could do is share what we know. The only thing my mother and father could do was share to me what they know. only thing their mother and father could do was share with them what they know. And they, nobody grew up in a wealthy neighborhood. Now, remember, this call is about helping people change their finances. That's why I mentioned wealthy and things of that sort. <clears throat> it's not about, you know, I don't know, any other things that other folks want. To, it's about getting people mindset right so that they can go out and change your finances. And so in order to get your mindset right, you've got to change your thoughts. And when you change your thoughts, then you change your actions. When you change your actions, you can change your life. Uh, but you got to understand and know that those thoughts are there. A lot of us don't know that because, you know, the experts say that we were programmed at an early age because if you understand that, it's like your mind was so fertile. You didn't have anything from the womb to age nine. It was nothing really there. So everything that was said, you know, about money, everything that said was about life, everything that was said about jobs and business, everything that was said, and imagine what was said from a poor or middle-class neighborhood. It was. It wasn't talked about a lot going to get a business. It wasn't talked about. I remember, you know, uh, matter of fact, sitting right where I'm sitting now. I'm in my mother's basement as I talk to you guys, and I remember sitting in this basement uh, Christmas Eve one night, and we just start going around the room talking to the people about what they wanted to be when they grew up. I remember I was in high school, and uh, and you know my sister wanted to be attorney and a, a judge, which she is now. And uh, and they, when they got to me, I always said I wanted to own a grocery store. <laughs> and they looked at me. I was the only one who said that. And the only reason I said it was because the the guy who had this little no store in the neighborhood, Mr. Cooper, 
Uh, I I just saw what they – I saw Mr. Cooper, and I was impressed with Mr. Cooper. I put it that way. He also was a little, little loan shark. I, he had, I mean, people think, you know, that the kids couldn't see that. Well, at least I saw it. I know when they pulled up and went in the back back there, it was more things going on than just <laughs> going to the grocery store. So I always wanted to be that, which, you know, that's not – you didn't hear that in the neighborhood growing up. You know, you had to be – Doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, policeman, fireman, or something like that. So that mindset is not being programmed, uh, and we. And so what we're saying is we got to go in, pull some of those thoughts up, deprogram and reprogram again, and that's what we do on this call. So hopefully, hopefully you get it. And I also like to emphasize that some of you guys are very, 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 very mature. <laughs> that means you're up in age, and some of y'all don't probably don't believe you could change. You probably don't believe that you think it's cemented in so hard that you're not going to change. So what we're saying is get some younger people. I'm going to say this all the time. Get some younger people to hear this. Share it with them. Ask them to just get on and see, give their opinion of it. You know, just, you know, because a lot of people that are a lot younger, they're, you know, that, that thought process is not cemented in that what it is, but it's not as, as hard cemented in, <laughs> if I could use that term. It's not as it's not, it could be, well, you could be changed. Everybody could change. I'm not going to say that, but I think it would be a lot easier for some of them. Um, and I hate using that word easier because it's not easy. You know, it takes work to do it. But I just think that, you know, uh, if you don't believe that you're going to do it and you just like listening in, share it with somebody else. And, uh, you know, that's why it's easy to send it to You could just tell them to just go to Google and put in Tony Fleming Mindset Conference Call, I mean Mindset Podcast, and it'll come up. You know, you got to put Tony Fleming Mindset Podcast. Again, if you put Tony Fleming in only, you're going to see the yacht guy <laughs> or the boat guy. There's a guy named Tony Fleming. got all these boats out here. But if you put in Tony Fleming Elite Team or if you put in Tony Fleming uh, Mindset Podcast, excuse me, <clears throat> then a lot of stuff will come up. Um, so, all right, we also have a replay to this number, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, and you put the same PIN code in, 783357-POUND, and the replay comes up right after the call. You can listen to it, take notes, and apply it. The replay will be up until tomorrow morning because we got our book club in the morning. So it comes down, and then the book club goes up, and it stays up to Monday morning, and then the new mindset will go up. And then all of that will be put on the podcast uh, platforms by that time. All right? So let's go. Um, Ten reasons why you never should give up. All right, ten reasons why you never should get up. First thing is you need to understand, and I put this on my page, and please, if you're on my Facebook page this morning, or go to it and comment on the on the flyer and the in the comment section on this call. Anything that you wanna any questions that you have or anything you gotta say about this call this morning, go to my Tony Fleming page. The flyer is right there for this mental toughness and comment in that section there. Uh but I put in, I actually put in there that you're never as bad as you think you are and you also never as great as you think you are. You know, we we have these uh ideas that we're, you know, we're just awful. And then some of us have these ideas that we're just great. And I don't I don't think it's either. We're not as bad as we think we are, and we're not as great as we think we are either. It's something that we need to 
we need to constantly work on ourselves every day. I was talking to somebody yesterday about consistency. That's the key is to be consistently doing something. When you're consistently doing it, uh, you, it's going to be, become a habit. And when it becomes a habit, you're going to do it anyway. You know, things that you do every day, is, some things are habits that you've been doing for years, like Dr. Joe Spencer talks about how the mind becomes the body because the body has been doing things for so long that the body is just going to do it. You know, I don't, you know, anything that you do that you've been doing for a while, you know, from anything, driving to work or the way you drive to work or some of the things that you do and say, all the stuff that you watch, how you turn the television on in the morning, how you turn it on in the evening, how you, there's certain things that you, everything that you do, how you get on social media, if you've been doing it for a while, it becomes a habit. So our goal is to get us to start doing things that's going to help us uh, reprogram our thought process and make that a habit. Now, is that going to be fun? No, it's not. Because, again, like I said the other day, it's not, you know, when you reprogram your thoughts and you trying, you're putting, you know, positive thoughts in your mind, it's not going to be like the, um, the sex, the violence, and the, and, the, and the party that you see on the TV shows that we watch. <laughs> You know, those shows, they're entertaining. You love that. You know, it's not going to be entertaining to reprogram your thoughts and deprogram them. It's not going to be entertaining to do that. It's going to take work. It's going to take time and effort. But if you stay consistent with it, just to, just doing something every single day, um, not only in programming yourself or, re, or deprogramming yourself, but also in your business, you know, talking to people every single day dealing with the rejection that comes along with it every single day, dealing with the success that comes with it every single day, you know, just doing it every single day to where it's a habit to where you don't even think about it. You know i got to call somebody or i got to send out a message or i got to, you know, i got to do something every single day toward my business and consistency and, and to actually, especially toward bringing on new individuals. Because that's what we do. That's the goal, whether it's a customer or a business partner. So, all right, number one of ten reasons why you never should give up. And uh, number one is it's very easy to find a reason to quit. And, um, you know, you can see signs on the walls, you know, that says you should quit. And the reason most of us do that is because we've already made up our mind. And because, you know, out of the ten reasons, there's no particular order. But I wanted to say this one first because it's very easy to find a way to quit. And that's why you shouldn't do it. That's why you should never give up because it's too easy to find a way to give up. You know, a lot of us ask God for a sign and then, you know, God give us a sign and, and we, you know, to to actually get get involved in what we're doing, and then all of a sudden, you know, the sign is not there anymore. We frustrated, or things start to happen, and then we just let it go. And see, the thing is this: you don't know how many eyes are on you. Just because people don't respond to you, don't mean they're not watching you. Just because people are not liking your social media pages, doesn't mean they're not watching you. Just because people don't do certain things that you think they should do doesn't mean they're not why It's a lot of eyes on you. What the song Kanye said, did you realize that they think you're a champion? He said, yes, I did. 
So so do it's people watching you and they're really kind of dependent on you to stay stay straight. I know you probably say, "Well, I don't care if they depend on me or not." Well, I think I think we should because, you know, it's folks who need help, you know, folks who need support, and they're watching you to see if you're going to give up. They're watching you to see if you're going to continue. And you think they're not. See, a lot of y'all think y'all a lot of y'all think that, you know, when y'all run the little uh, things in your stories on your Facebook page and you see the people that's watching, you think they only watch your stories. No, your stories is shows you that they watch it. <laughs> your Facebook page doesn't show you they watch it. But the same people watching your stories are watching your Facebook page. And they don't come in on your stories and they don't come in on your Facebook page. Get it? So I'm just telling you that. You think because it's your stories, they're watching that only. No, they watch your page. You just can't see them watching your page, and you just don't see them commenting on it. You, you see what I'm saying? You think that, oh, oh, I, I, they watch my story. No, they watch your page, too, the same ones. Same ones. And so it's some people out here that are watching, and you can, you helping them. You know, they're not still not going to do it. They're not going to comment. They're not going to say anything. You know, I, I got a partner of mine that's, he tells me everything on everybody's page, and he never says anything. Never comments, never says, I don't know what you call that person. I forgot there was a name for that. It's not a stalker, not that, but it's another name that you, <laughs> you that I, can't, I can't think of what, what you call that person. But it's easy to find a way to quit, but I'm just telling you, you got you got people watching and you never know who you're helping by them watching you go through your process, you know. So, all right, here's another reason why you shouldn't give up, is that when you quit, it sends a message to people that you never thought that you would make it anyway. It sends a message not just to people, it sends a message to yourself. It sends a message to you that you didn't think you was going to do anything anyway. So any other time, you know, you and, and throughout this whole uh, little ten things I put together, it's kind of the same thought process of it is that you're not when you quit, you're not only talking to other folks, you're talking to you. Other folks are not just watching you; you watching you. And when you start, you know, creating that habit of doing that thing. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of, it, it stays with you. So when you quit, it sends a message that you never thought you would make it. See, a lot of people think, like when I started in this profession, this industry, uh, the home-based business industry in 1995 or 96, uh, whatever, you know, I, you know, I've been in it for 25 years. Now, uh, I've never quit it. Now, have I changed companies? Yeah. Have I changed products? Yeah. But I never quit this 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 profession of you know of being in a home based business or direct sales um, because um, you know Tony Fleming Enterprises. I was never going to quit on Tony Fleming Enterprises. I was never going to quit on Tony Fleming Enterprises when I set up Tony Fleming 
Fleming Enterprises, LLC, you know, a while back. So when people think that, you know, they say, well, you quit this. No, no. I might have changed the products that I, that I, that I marketed. I might have changed the companies that I supported, but I didn't quit on this profession. And you see, a lot of people I know, they just stop doing this all together, then they go try to do real estate. Then they stop doing that all together, then they go try to do, uh, you know, I had a partner, you know, got a little hot dog stand. He stopped doing that all together. Then he's going to try something else. He stopped doing that all together. And I just kept doing what I was doing um, and learning and getting better at it, you know, and doing certain things. So um, I'm just saying, and, and, and it gave belief, it, you know, it gave me belief that eventually, you know, and I know some people probably think, well, you've had a lot of success. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, everybody always wants more. You know, I know you don't want it. Some people might want to want to say it. You know, it's like, you know, as you get, uh, better or you get bigger in life as you go on in life, you know, we all have new goals and new dreams and we always want more. We should. We should want more. We should want, you know, to have, uh, you know, better things, bigger and better things, you know. Um, but that only comes when you continue and you don't give up. You don't cave in and quit. Because, see, now you've learned the profession. you learn the industry. You can't, you know, I see people that go, five or ten years and they stop and then they go to another industry or another profession and then you got to learn that. You got you got to learn that. It ain't as easy as you think it is. Everything you have to learn. So you giving up and going to do something else, you still got to learn that. <clears throat> All right, number three. <laughs> another reason you shouldn't give up because you don't want to give some people the the joy of watching you give up or quit. Some people don't give them that joy because they, they'll be glad to watch you quit. Now, some people hope you continue because they want to come along that path, too, to see if you can make it. But some people are waiting for you to quit, and they want to have the joy so they can pick up the phone and call one of their friends or, see, told you. And see, which, well, your success and your um, fight to continue to 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 win, it kind of makes them look bad. So they kind of hoping that you fall. They kind of hoping that you shut it down and quit. And I'm telling you, don't give them that joy. Don't don't give it to them. <laughs> don't allow them to, to to sit there and say, "See, I told you. I knew that was gonna happen." You know that little smirk they have on their face, that little look. Don't give it to them. All right, number four. Um, this one will see. This one will haunt you too. You might not realize it now. But I've seen people and talked to some people that have said this with me, said this to me, not in this particular term, but this is what really happens to them, that if you give up, it will haunt you because you never know what would have happened if you stuck it out. 
you never you always be thinking, could I have done more? It it'll bother you, it will hunt you, it will it will mess with you. It will because what you're gonna do is you're gonna see the ones who didn't have success. I mean, you're gonna see the ones who didn't quit, or the ones who didn't give up start having success. And then that's gonna stick with you. It's gonna haunt you. You're gonna be thinking about it all the time. I was I could have just kept going. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. See, a lot of people, you know, just quit. I'm like, okay, so what you going to do? You know how you hear the thing? Well, you know, Tony, for me to learn and do all this stuff, man, it might take me 10 years. It might take me five years to learn that, Tony. You know, I got to learn it. You know, it might take me five years. Okay, so you say, well, I'm... You know, I'm 55, or I'm 50, or I'll be 60. It'd take me that long to learn it. Well, here's what you want to think about. If you stop learning now and don't do anything, five years from now, you're still going to be 60. Five years from now, you're still going to be 50. Five years from now, you're still going to be 45. So why not just keep doing it? I mean, does, is, is it releasing pressure from you, I guess? to where nobody has to ask you, you know, have you read the book, or nobody has to ask you that you talk to us. I guess it's that pressure that it relieves from you. So you'd rather have relief of that pressure that, and then, then to just keep doing it, and then five years going to come anyway. And then now you, you, you live in a great life because you got money coming in, you learned it, but you're saying, I got to get, I got to get this pressure off me, man. I don't, Want them asking me about this book? I don't want them asking me if I did this call. I don't want them asking me that I talked to anybody. I don't want them asking me. And I'm telling you, when you do that, after about six months, you're gonna say to yourself, uh, "It wasn't as bad as I thought it was." And guess what? It's gonna haunt you. All right, number five. The consequences of quitting is higher than you sticking it out. Like I said, remember I said most of these are going to be almost going to be alike because as I was writing them, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of in the same thought process, meaning that the consequences that's going to come up by you stopping and quitting, the things that's going to um, affect you, it's almost better that you don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm I'm speaking of a person who who's gotten deep into the the business. Meaning that you've been around for a little bit, you've been on the call for and I say six months to you know, seven months, eight if somebody quits right away, it's not gonna bother them at all. No it won't be any hunting, won't be any you know, it's almost best that you quit right away if you're gonna quit. Because you're not, you don't have anything in you that that will, you know, that will bother you. It's not gonna because you don't have you don't have enough information. You just, you know, I ain't doing all that, and so you out. And sometimes it's better. Well, a lot of times it's better that way. That's why, you know, people say, "Well, don't run them off, Tony." Well, I think it might be better for them <laughs> because if they just gonna leave. You know, right away, then there, it won't be as much for them mentally to deal with. All right, number six. 
and it kind of goes back to the first one I said. When you quit, you set a, a, a mental precedent in your mind that that's what you do, and you're going to do it again. It sets a, a thing. It just When you quit, it just makes you – it just – it gives you uh, that – Almost, you're building up a habit almost of, you know, okay, I, if I quit this, I can quit something else. I can quit this, I can quit something else. If I quit something else, you know, I can, you know, I start something else, I can quit that. And so it just, it's not, the more you do it, the less it bothers you. You know, the more you you do it, meaning quit, the less that it bothers you. And so now it would be a lot easier for you to just walk away from something. Now, here's the honest truth here. If you really, really don't want it, and you really, really don't have a reason for doing it, then, you know, it's not going to be that bad anyway. You know, honestly, you're not, because I think it's a relief. It really is. It's a relief because a, a lot of guys start what we do, <clears throat> kind of, you kind of slide your way in, meaning that you started for because you love the product and it does so much for you that, um, um, then you say, well, I can make some money, but then you start realizing that <laughs> it ain't that easy. You know, it's simple. It's simple. That's why you have to admire people that's in the top 5%, top 2% of money earners. I'm talking about, you know, most of that was not handed to them. You know, you got some people have their, you know, family passed down stuff, you know, businesses and money, but that's a small percentage of people. Most of us, you know, you got to get it from the dirt. <laughs> you have to go out there and make it happen. And so when they, when you see that, you have to really admire people because, you know, the struggle they had to go through for stuff to happen for them. Did they, you know, some people might got a hand out, you know, a hand up. Um, but most, you know, it doesn't happen that way most of the time. Most of the time, is a person that has to fight from the inside to change themselves to become successful. Um, all right, number seven uh, of ten reasons why you should never give up. All right, anything worthwhile, this is what you want to understand, anything worthwhile takes sacrifice, and it takes serious effort. And, you know, 90% of the things that makes us successful, no one really sees it. Let that sink in for a minute. 90% of the things that makes us successful, nobody really sees it. See, when you see a person that in your eyes are successful, and you see a person <clears throat> that looks like you maybe, talk like you, walk like you, dress like you, 
you still don't know what made them successful because you didn't see the work behind the scenes. You didn't see the grind that goes along with that. And that's the challenge that we have. A lot of us look at that and we think that we could do certain things and we could do certain things right away. Yeah, you could do certain things, but it's going to have to take, you know, time and effort to get to that point. So the change that you need to make and the things that you need to do, 90% of people won't see that. Just like the things that these successful people you see, you didn't see what they really did to get to where they are. You don't you don't know the, the things they had to go through to get to where they are. We all just assume those things. And like I'm making good time here, just running through this. Okay. Yeah. I'm eight. I guess because a lot of them are the same. <laughs> As I'm writing it down, it, it it tells you that it ain't that much that you have. It's just certain things you have to do and understand. I know Gary V had asked him one time. He said, "You know, people say you say the same stuff all the time." He said, "Well, it's only a, it's only you know ten, twelve, thirteen things, I guess, that you really have to to be successful." And I got to say him over and over. He says, "That's good." He said, "I hope y'all hear it two million times then." Because he said the guy said to him, you know, you, you say the same stuff, yeah? And you still hadn't gotten it. You, you want to hear something new and fresh, and you still hadn't gotten that. All right, number eight. You're a lot closer than you think you are. That's a reason why you shouldn't. That probably should have been number one. Because there's really no particular order, but... You know, people like the number one. But ten reasons why you never should give up. You're a lot closer than you think you are. Some of y'all are one or two people away of changing your whole thought process. One or two people away of changing your whole finance. And see, the the challenge you have with that is that you're like, you 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 hadn't experienced that. You hadn't experienced that one person or that other person that can bring a lot to you. You just got a lot of people that you've got involved, and you don't see one person doing this. It's always, you know, you always one or two people away from major success. It's just that those one or two individuals are individuals that you've never experienced before. You don't you don't know those. You don't. You hadn't experienced it, so it's hard for you to, to, to picture. You you think one or two people are going to be just like the other hundred you have. You think it's like the one or two I'm talking about are going to be like the other 500 you have. No, no. When I say you one or two people away, you know, you're, I'm talking about one or two leaders, one or two people that are successful, and you don't know where they're going to come from. They might not even come from you. They could come from somebody that you have. It doesn't have to even somebody that you're working with now, somebody you're training or somebody that's, it doesn't have to come from you. So you don't know who's going to show up. Number nine, you got to understand this on the list of ten reasons why you should never give up. And number nine is you got to understand this because the process is going to shape you before it rewards you. 
it's got to whoop you. It got to whip you into shape, not physical shape, but mental. It's got to it's got to whip you in line before you start seeing the rewards. So when you start feeling pain and all that, that ain't the time to give up. That's the time you need to understand that I'm going through a process. Because it's more important about who you become anyway. See, they can't ever take away the knowledge that you have, all the books that you read, the thought process that you put in your notes. They can take a lot of things from you, but they can't take that away. And once you have that, then you can always go and redo anything you need to. You can always go and do and redo anything that you need to. Because now you got it. It's in you. The more things, you, more books you read, more more members you add to your army when you're out here fighting. All right, number 10. Life is a lot more fun. Well, I need to say in my opinion, I guess, because this is, all these are my opinions. <laughs> so, but in my opinion, life is a lot more fun when you're in a hunt for something bigger. When you're in a hunt for something that people think you can't get. When you're in a hunt for something that people around you don't have. I would rather be hunting for that and losing than to just give up and don't hunt at all and don't don't have a goal or a dream or something to shoot for. Just, you know, I'm going I'm to give up and just fall right in line with the status quo, which, again, is not a problem. I do not condemn anybody for that. I do not say anything is wrong with that. If that's, if that's what you want, if you want that life, then that's fine. Some people that you, you, you need, people want that. That's fine. I, I don't... I really don't believe I'm, you got to force people to change. I'm saying, but I'm talking to the people who who claim they want this other life because they had to claim that by getting started in a business or something. So if you claim you want it, that's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to the ones that I'm not, you know, trying to grab somebody and make them see this. I'm, I'm talking to you because you, by you making your investment of whatever you did to start in a to start a business and start a company, you're saying <clears throat> that you want something different. So when I'm talking to you, then that's fine. So that's why I said I'm not, you know, the status quo, the box and all that, that's fine for a lot of people. I don't, it's just for me it's not. So I, I, I wish I, I, I would hope that, People at some point will just say, "Okay." You ever see the thing I hear when people say they say uh, what they say? You know, everybody's not made to be in a business. Everybody's not made. I hate when people always. I, I agree. Totally agree. Somebody said, "You know, I hate when folks get their little business, and then they want to talk about us who go to work nine to five. Well. I hate folks who go to work nine to five who talk about somebody who get a little business. 
So we both we both we both got that going on, you know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't you know, when somebody says that, you know, you know, my nine to five is great. I hate when somebody started that business and they talk about my nine to five. I hate they do that too, because I ain't gonna talk about your nine to five. But I also hate when you and your nine to five and he didn't start that old business. You know, he said, don't, see, see what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> he got an old business. So, all right, see, <laughs> let, I'm going to let, you let me have my business, and I'll let you have your nine to five. I know. See, you act like nobody is talking about people's business. You know, you act like, the people that work the nine to five is just so holy, so holy, you know, so holy, and you know you're not saying anything. No, you you over there dogging folks in their business. You don't even want to support them. You don't want to do any of that. You don't want to support them, but you don't want nobody to talk about your nine to five. But you want to talk about, you know, that little business they started. Really, I see you. <laughs> All right, so that was number 10, folks. I actually got through it. Probably because all 10 of them are probably about the same. If you look at them, you know, as I look at it, you go through them, you know, just reworded a different way. Um, you know, because this thing is mental, folks. It's all mental. <laughs> Preacher man, son, number Number eleven, we're going to die. That's true. So you might as well go do something. You go, you, you, you can't. That ain't. You can't get away from that. You're gonna die someday, so you can't get away from that. So we all gonna do that. So why not do something bigger? Why not stretch? Why not try something? You know. And, and like I said, and you might not ever hit it. But it's something about getting up every morning, going for it, having some kind of dream or some kind of goal to reach it, then to not have one at all, then to not have a target at all, then to not have anything at all. Just I'm going through my routine, you know, watching me just getting older and older and just going through. I'm not, you know, like a partner of mine said on my page yesterday, so my, by the time you retire, like, man, I retired when I left AT&T. This here is just, you know, I, 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 in some form of this, I'll be doing until the casket drop. I can't see myself. I'm not, you know, not maybe not everything, but in some kind of form or some kind of, you know, thing that comes along with this, whether it's speaking or something, you know, I'm not going to just sit back and not do anything. I can promise you that, folks. That's the end of it for most people. When they sit back and say, well, I'm retired, I'm done, you know, I'm just sit back and, you better be doing something. You better get up and go do something. I'm serious on the record. You, you need to focus your mind on something. All right. That's it, folks. All she wrote, pen and the pencil broke. You know, I'm in my mom's basement, so I don't have my uh, equipment for to play the clips. So, uh, but I'll be back on Monday. I don't even have anything tomorrow either because Saturday I will be uh, in the hotel, but I'm doing the book club in the morning. So um, we won't be getting to the money in the morning, but we'll be back on it on Monday morning. 
But I got some good stuff to talk about tomorrow in the book club, for real. I've been reading The Magic of Believing, and I see why I like that book so much. Uh, I was thinking, I've read it a few times, am I going to still like it? I love it. I see why. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. All right, that's it. We'll talk to you later, folks. Y'all have a great Friday, and go do something. Uh, start working on something big. <laughs> you know, start working on something big. Just get some big ideas. Now, I'm not saying don't don't come back with nothing that's way out there. Don't call me, Tony. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sixty five thousand dollars this month. How much you made last month? $65. So you made $65 last month, and you're going to make $65,000 this month. Don't call me with that. That's not what I'm saying. If you want, you don't know what I'm saying, then you guess, I guess you got to call me. All right? If you don't understand, I just said here. Pretty simple. All right, I'm going to stop the call. Talk to you guys later.